Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Guy, welcome so, to the free. Sometimes zone, I don't carry any energy. You know, like, where, what am I pointing at? You're pointing at my your heart? heart. Yeah, it's sort what of. What else is it? Um, that's your sternum. Sometimes I carry a, a little bit of anxiety or a sort of a feeling of not being totally at ease mm-hmm. in that area. That's where I can feel it. Sure, that's where you carry uh, your attention. And have you ever done acupuncture? No, but my little sister's just been getting into it and she swears by it. And I, there's an acupuncturist just around the corner from our house. I did, look, I've never done it and I don't know what I'm basing this on exactly, but I have a feeling that you would really benefit from it. Mm. I heard that the needles are so thin that they don't actually go into the skin, they go between the cells. What? Between the skin cells. Fuck. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where even uh, saying it out loud helps remedy the feeling. Yeah. It's it's a technique I use in stand-up as well, where if I'm feeling anxious, I'll say I'm feeling anxious and I'll identify why yeah. on stage. And then it dissipates. Not always entirely, but... Talk it, about it, folks. It's the moral. Yeah, I think, I think so. Label these feelings. I think it does make a big difference. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to reframe how the friend zone works today um and i think part of it as well is we're in the new digs which is the spare room in my new place and it's a less neutral footing i think than the the old studio was because the studio was a completely separate you know it was detached from the house had it I, its own I, it's true it's just a podcast energy going it's on true. but this is like in a house it's a bit different it's not quite no, right but it's it's it, every time i come back it feels more like a studio i mean the last friend zone we did we were out in the world, and that's when we came across Stephen. Stephen, like, that was from we the were in a, a very different, and I would say people love that totally neutral environment. We'll do more of that, um, a bit more of walk and talks. Trying to think about how else I'm going. I, I took uh, the car. I took a, a 1986 Toyota Corolla to its preferred mechanic uh, out in New Lynn this morning, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't. I, I sort of thought I'd walk to a cafe nearby and I'll get a coffee and I'll order a a cab back from there. Yep. But I, uh, as you know, I only have You've one You've been app. locked out of Uber for eight years. Yes. And I, I recently know, spent like three hours still, trying to 
a fucking problem because I thought this was an Apple thing you were going through, but you you've got a Samsung phone now. It's You're crazy. on a whole other operating system. It's crazy. Do you know what? Do you know what I think? This no, is? No, we no, got no, our no. phones for free. Yes, we did. I, I sold mine. I think my phone thinks it's in. I think my phone India. doesn't know it's in New Zealand. Because I don't have access to New Zealand, some New Zealand apps. I don't have access to Sky Sport Go, Spark Sport. I can't download my banking app. And when I download Uber, it doesn't let me upload my – it tells me, first of all, that I've got an account with Uber, and then it doesn't let me use my New Zealand uh, credit card. What does it say? It says, fuck you. Try Zoomy, the local and worse option. Anyhow, Alice Sneddon, no, don't, Alice Sneddon it, came to my rescue don't and picked me up. Anyhow this, because I feel like what needs to happen is we just need to sit down for an afternoon and figure this shit out. Because it genuinely really fucking bugs me that this is still a barrier in your life. Like, you've got a thing that is holding back your ability to just have a, a pretty chill, frictionless time by leveraging these beautiful apps that we all know and love. And then you're like... you. But you haven't had access to them for years. Yes. And it's so annoying. It is annoying, but I've learned to live with it. I, it's sort of it's one of those things, yeah. I can't, I, it would be like... Um, I just did a huge eye roll. Yeah. I can't imagine how it would feel, like how streamlined I will feel if I solve this problem. That's the thing of it. I, I, but then again, this is how a lot of people feel about me with driving because I don't have a driver's license. Yeah. And they're like, you're fucked in the head, mate. You need Do to I, get a car. I don't think I've ever said that. I haven't said that to you, have I? You're not people. Yeah. You drive me around. I'm I'm Miss Daisy. To I just think um, Daisy. You know, people have got to live their lives. It's not hurting another person. Just let them do it their way. Is that right? Is that a good philosophy? Live and let live is something I definitely believe in, but the fucking phone thing <laughs> is different to that. It's completely different because it would make your life better. So the way that I'm going to frame the friend zone today, guy, is um, it, it, with your permission, I'm going to host you in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so can I get you anything? Can I get you a... I'm the friend? Yeah, well, you're, you're one of the friends in the friend zone. I'd, oh. I'll just I'll, I'll look after you. So what can I... How, you know, uh, you're hungry? Can I get you something to eat? No, I've had a, I had a um I went to my one of my favorite one of my favorite yes. uh, sandwich places in Auckland on the way to the mechanics. I went to Heron Turtle, you know I love it. I but in saying that and I had a fantastic experience. I uh recently and I don't know if I I could probably say this on the friends, but I recently had like a religious experience with a new sandwich. Did you Auckland. fuck a sandwich? Is that why you uh, I actually feel like the sandwich fucked me. Oh, in what way? You put, you ra- you I, put your the, I put the sandwich in myself and like it changed the way I felt. <laughs> oh, right. You mean the normal way. Yeah. <laughs> in I did, my head, I did, you're yeah. putting it up your ass. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I took it orally. Okay. Sorry. So we have a sandwich. Yeah. From here in Turtle? No, What's no. the life-changing one? The, the life-changing one was from a, a cafe called Young George. Who's that? Uh, Is it Ponsonby? No, no, no. It's... Sort of, it's quite hard to get to. It's in the middle of a road that's under deep construction. It's in Owairaka. It's sort of near here. It's near. Hey, place. folks, there's some heavy works going on in our town yeah. right now. In Auckland, shit is getting fucked up. Our central city has been like bad for a long time um, and just filled with road cones. There's about like 10 road cones for every person it's just, in the CBD. It's Honestly, it's the equivalent of my phone. I've just learned to look. I'm like, this is just how our city is. This Do, is just what it's like. I, I might have said this on the podcast previously, but when I went to Wellington for the comedy festival in May, I was walking around. I was like, 
hey, um, why is this town awesome? <laughs> why is this city so good and it works and everyone's out and having a good time and it's easy to navigate? And I was like, oh, they finished building it. Yeah. It's done. It's completed. It, Wellington is done. Auckland is far, uh, forever under construction. But we also decided to add a rail network now. <laughs> like after a million people have moved to the place and it's super developed, we're like, you know what would be cool? A subterranean rail system. So And they're not and they're not wrong. They're not they're absolutely not wrong. But it's um it's kind of exciting to be around and alive for um a big public works project. You know? Yeah. You see these dams and you hear about their construction and shit. We're living through a big central uh, yeah. rail I, loop. I, I, I'm sick and tired of sort of being some sort of ungrateful swine who is born when the thing is finished. It's nice to live through the minor yes. inconveniences and quibbles of watching a subterranean rail network be erected or dug out yeah. in it's our impressive. nation's biggest city. It is impressive. A lot of cranes, all these big machines. And I'm always impressed because I don't know how to do anything that anyone is doing on that job. Yeah, I take it for granted that I can step on a train and the train takes me from where I am to where I need to go. Yes, I don't think about who laid the tracks. I don't think about who's, you know, designed the train. Train design. I trust that there are other people working on everything, and it's my job to remain ignorant so I can enjoy speculating about how things function. That's with you for the first bit, but definitely not the second bit. Well, you like to see. You, this is a difference between us. You like to know how things operate, right? You just is that frame a new jacket. Yeah, thanks for noticing. It's secondhand because I'm on this thing this year where I'm not allowed to buy yeah, any new clothes. Clothes. Yeah, it looks good. Thanks, man. It's exactly what you need for Auckland, which is just a thick shirt that's like a light jacket. It looks really good. She you bought two new jackets recently. Yeah, I bought them at the same. Both looking good. Same day. Same same place day. Um. 20-minute lunch interval. I like that. Please continue calling me out for saying I want to deliberately remain ignorant so that I can enjoy sort of speculating about how things work. You've completed the thought. The necessity, the way that you put it, to remain ignorant, to yeah. enjoy it, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I don't think anyone's got you a responsibility to remain ignorant no, about you, anything. No, you don't have to actively remain ignorant. It's just a byproduct of how I live. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll abide. Um, I'm being a terrible host. No, no. Uh, I know, feel like I'm being, being too a, no, critical no, no, for a host. No, no. Being a good host isn't just about acquiescing to like all of the wants and, and sort of going against your own belief systems or or standards mm-hmm. for like what your guest thinks. Being a good host is making someone feel comfortable, comfortable to speak, to be challenged, and then go. Guess what, fucker? Check out my house yeah. and how we live in it. That's right. My house. In the middle, middle of, of friend zone. a street. Yeah, any old. I'm not going to say which one. It starts with T and ends with an E. Huh. The rest is up to you. Hmm. Um, are we going to do the traditional thing of reading messages in this friend it's zone? It's bang on 10 minutes in when you said that <laughs> into the record, like to the second. Incredible. So I think that's appropriate. For the friend zone is designed around... Our digital mailbag. Monty and Timbo plunging their hands deep into the sack of ones and zeros to see what the good folk who listen to the worst idea of all time have to say to us. That's true. That's what we do. This is how we do it. And uh, what we're going to do today is actually we're going to get into some of those messages because I think 
We barely did last time, and we said we would this time. We said we'd return to regular transmission. We heard from Stran, Cole, last time. Yeah, that's right. We heard from Stran. Uh, So do you want to kick us off, Tim? Yes. Tyler has written to us saying, don't say my name. Schneider. That's the subject line. Dear Tim Tam, the Flim Flam Man Bat, and Guy the Flash. Oh, wait. Hold up. And the Flash... Montgomery, I don't have witness protection information. I hope you didn't. I hope I didn't get you excited with the email title. But I have an issue with the two of you that the two of you are uniquely qualified to give advice on. I'm coming up on 15 years of marriage. I love my wife, but she watched all of the seasons of Real Rob on her own accord, and she enjoyed them. Guy, this person writing has written the following. Should I cut my losses? Thankfully, we don't have any children, so whatever genetic brain malformity she must be suffering will not be passed on to the next generation. Thanks for all the laughs. Redacted. Oh, shit. Did I say that person's name right at the start? I can't remember. (laughs) I should just, probably, just hope their name is redacted. I should probably check that. I think this is actually kind of perfect for what we're talking about, about the live and let live sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Do you pass judgment on the television shows and movies other people enjoy? Um, that's your spouse, and I say leave her. Do you, though? Me? Yes. You do pass judgment? Fuck yeah. What do you think of that person's spouse? Um, I don't respect them. <laughs> and I don't think we'd get along. I think you would. You got one thing to talk about. I don't want to talk about that one thing, though. Ah, rude. Yeah. Meeting a new person, you find common ground, and you say, you know what? This conversation, not for me. You're right. I um, take it that you're on the other side of the fence, guy, and that a 15-year marriage shouldn't be thrown away just because someone watched Real Rob seasons one through three? Two. Uh, I would probably say this is, I would say it's weird. I think it's weird you like this. This is, to my eyes, a bad show. But then that would be the end if they go, oh, well, I like it. So fair enough. You watch it on your own time. Actually, it's quite liberating because it free. Can you, can I ask you about your viewing habits as a couple? How many shows are you working on by yourself? How many shows are you working on? I'm not watching a lot of stuff. I generally, um, We'll like come home from a gig or something, and uh, there's a bit of MasterChef in play. So he's a big MasterChef Australia fan. I have fan. become a huge MasterChef fan. Oh, there you go. You guys should have a, a chat about it. MasterChef for me currently represents the safest place. Yeah, in the world. I get it. I get it. But when you're from, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like I could be watching something else. You it's, know? But do you know it's actually sport. Is you're watching sport, you're watching highly trained professionals apply their skills in competition against one another, and you're watching outcomes. There's so much I haven't seen in though. Real time. I've never watched The Sopranos. Neither. I feel like I should watch The Sopranos before Everyone's I'm watching MasterChef. Always Chef. banging on to me about The Sopranos. Have you never watched The Sopranos? Never. I Are we no not for a podcast. We, I mean, we could, but I think we'd just watch it separately and then just be cool guys and talk. Because the thing is, Guy and I have such a finite amount of time together. And it's always it's always done. It's pretty much we have to monetize every yeah, moment our, our of it. Entire friendship is broadcast now. I'm okay with that. 
We spent some time together yesterday. Yeah, we did. You put on a great show last night, Tim. Thanks, dude. If you're in Auckland or in New Zealand, actually, and you see Tim Bats producing a show, you buy a ticket. I'm starting a newsletter. Are you? Yeah. It's gonna How can people it. subscribe? Well, I haven't started it yet. So, What's the first message e- email going to be about? Um, shows that are coming up that I'm producing, like live comedy shows. Yeah. And I'm going to do giveaways. I'm going to team up with local businesses who are cool and like give away vouchers and stuff. And I was also thinking about if I can like make the money stuff work of it, paying a, a you know up and comer local comedian to just do a funny piece of writing for the newsletter each time it goes mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. I think it's a good way to encourage creativity and yeah. also getting people paid. Yeah, that sounds great. You got a message? Mini series request. I know it has nothing to do with Sandler or the other films, but I need you to watch Goop Labs, or as I call it, Goop Laboratory. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow's fucking thing. Immediately. It Uh is the most batshit insane thing I have ever seen. Yeah. Every moment is like being gaslit and tortured while on ketamine. Yes. I've seen every movie you, you and thing... You, I've seen every movie and thing you have watched, oh. <laughs> minus some of the Patreon ones, and I can say this is literally the most psycho thing I have ever seen. Yes, it yes, makes yes, Cats yes, 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 2019 look like a normal film. If you do decide to hurt yourself watching Goop Labs, Goop Laboratory, lowercase mm. on purpose, yes. please do a Dercom or two because hearing you react in real time would be the funniest thing imaginable. It's on Netflix and bafflingly made with... Good intentions and sincerity? Insane. Uh, Whose good intentions and sincerity? Well, I suppose Gwyneth's, but also how good are her intentions because she is just monetizing air, really. Yeah. It's and a- in a way that was, I think, initially okay, but it can be quite dangerous. Well, it, it absolutely can be quite dangerous if you're mistaking what she's saying for um, medicine or medical advice, which is what she's presenting it as in some cases, it seems to me. Don't sue me, you rich person. Um, That show, someone else was telling me about it, it does sound like the craziest thing that's ever been produced and I think a prime candidate. Like, I don't know what the legality would be around this because it seems like the Wild West out there, but we should do like a Twitch stream, (laughs) like a live streaming event where we watch and review that. My my Twitch debut, and actually you called me out on Twitter recently, and fair enough too, because of your dastardly behaviour in the best host of all time, Mm. Uh, I have... I yeah, fuck, I, I didn't call you out. I reminded you of your obligations to the community. I am in debt to the tune of two consecutive individual Sex in the City 2 screenings. Two? Yeah. If we both chose Steel, it was three by ourselves. Oh, yep, 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 yep. To fucking betray me and then try and up the stakes after the fact is disgusting. I'm just asking I questions. I am, I take... Call me Alex Jones because I'm just asking questions. Sincere and genuine umbrage with the way that that question was posed towards me. Uh, anyway, I'm anyway. going to find a date. Yes. I'm going to buy a streaming camera. And you can use my kit, man. I'll get you to see that. Uh, you want to figure this out, eh? Yep, cool. I'm gonna, and I'm going to make my Twitch debut watching Sex in the City twice back to back. Yes, brother. And then once, once you know, we both know how to stream – Dude. Who knows, Goop first, Sex in the City 2, next, Goop Laboratory, all lowercase. You can use your phone as a webcam, and it's way better than webcams. Yeah? Yeah. You, for, it's five hours of streaming. I guess it just has to be... It's wireless. It does a wireless thing. Would I have to charge it up? 
Yeah, you, yeah. You have to plug it into the wall. You have to do the fucking rudimentary task of providing it electricity okay. so that it can wirelessly I, stream I, in high quality audio and I video. I liked feed. being challenged when I was first a guest <laughs> in your house, but you have now crossed over the bridge to being rude. You, pro- if it was, oh, I don't care. If it was full at the start, you'd probably make it. Ten dollars has been sent to us from Disco. <laughs> Someone called Disco. Yeah. Oh, crap, I did it again. It? Don't say my name. <laughs> That's the message. Guys, <laughs> someone's paid us $10 not to say their well, name. There was a last name which I haven't said, so is that going to count? Or do I have to go through this episode and bleep everyone's name that is I've said? Disco Stew? No. Uh, don't say my name this time. Guys, 9-11 was there. 9-11 made me legitimately <laughs> lol and remind me I haven't donated in a while. Love y'all. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I remember that. I tried to get that joke working in New York. Oh. It did not. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Well, the why is actually in the joke itself. Yes. Um, I've got something yeah, here. Yeah, that's a joke you do in New Zealand. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good on uh, you. This says, Kilda, and good morning to you for your guys only. And licensed to Tim for from jolly old England. For your guys only. Do, 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 do. I've been re-listening to the glorious first season of Twiwet in between listening to the new season. And the combination of Grown Ups to an Emmanuel has reminded me of the unfortunate existence of the film, and I think we've spoken about this before, Carry On Emmanuel from 1978. Mm-hmm. Do you know about these, this franchise, the we Carry have, On franchise? We have discussed this particular film. 
um, entry into the franchise. Just imagine if the entire cast of Grown Ups were all lecherous, gross old Englishmen. Sounds great, right? The film killed the hugely successful Carry On series after 30 <laughs> entries and is considered not only the worst in the series, but one of the worst British films ever made. Wow. If that doesn't scream Twilight classic, I don't know what does. Say my name in your best British accents, Stu Munro. Stu Munro. Stu Munro. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Audible. No. Hello. Put, put a kettle on. Stu Munro. Where, where are you from? <laughs> I don't know. It's very nice to meet you. It's very nice to meet you. It's very nice to meet you. All right. All right, Cobber. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm abandoning that. Mm, Alfie. Uh, do you want to talk more about Carry On Emmanuel? It's staggering to me because those Emmanuel movies are beloved, and it's staggering to me that they did just one single film that was so bad it torpedoed the whole series. Those things were juggernauts. The Carry Brit- On British yeah, cultural I feel like juggernauts. The thirtieth Carry On is like the sixth scary movie. Yeah, true. It's got the title, but it's not the same thing. <clears throat> You're going to see the new Space Jam. I've heard it's dog shit. Uh, I actually think I'm going to give it a miss. I was anticipating going to it, and and then I've seen the trailer and stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot what these are. They're just, like, very – they're just kind of there to sell toys and shit. Mm. The first – okay, so here's why the first one works, because it's so unique. Like, only Who Framed Roger Rabbit has a similar vibe of of a mix of real life and CGI – but Space Jam 2 is not doing anything innovative. It's just rehashing the exact same the, movie and format. And then also traipsing through all of Warner Brothers' other intellectual properties. Yeah, because they've got to sell why, other why, more yeah, toys. Yeah, yeah it's why. like Pixels, but, you know, LeBron James is in it. Yeah. Um. So I have got no interest in seeing it, but I still um uh, retain, that's the word I'm looking for, my love of Space Jam 1. Furthermore, Space Jam 1 especially for like a family film at the in that era when it came out, had an incredible soundtrack, mm. which was like pretty much all hip-hop and R&B 90s bangers. Um, and, you know, as a kid, you don't always get a lot of access to hip-hop and that thing fucking shot some good-ass got, music into the suburbs you of like kids it. around the whole world. Can I read you some mail from Alf? You got permission from me. Hello, good, brave boys. I'm writing to recommend some reading that you might be interested in after watching Rob Schneider's sexist bullshit too many times. Testosterone Rex by Cordelia Fine is a book about why our society mistakenly believes that men and women are different in a biological way and that this difference is what has led to social differences such as men will put up with a relationship to have sex, women will put up with sex to have a relationship. It's an idea that few people put as bluntly as I imagine Schneider did. I haven't watched it, obviously. But no one that... But... Oh, but one that society at large tends to accept, though to varying degrees. The book is funny and very easy to read and taught me a lot. Check it out if that sounds interesting. Thanks for keeping us all going through the shitstorm that was 2020. Your work was then and continues to be very appreciated. Say my name... Elf. Elf. Uh, 
Tell me a little more yourself. about that book, Tim. I was getting the next message up while the details of it were described. The title, Testosterone Wreck. The author, Cordelia Fine. The concept, society has mistakenly taught us all that men and women are different in a biological way. And this difference has led to societal differences between the genders mm. and mistaken notions being mainlined by us all. So it sounds like it's a bit of, um, dare I say, critical, gender critical theory. Is that, yes. Is that what Well, I'm actually in? just polishing off a very gender critical book called Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. And let me tell you, I would love to hear a counterpoint. Yeah, yeah. This book seems to put us at odds constantly. Do you remember in, um, I want to f- say the year is 1997, and like there was just, there were big books that came out that just everyone read. Men are from Mars, Women are from Venus, I feel, is that era. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've never watched it, like uh, read it. <laughs> but I feel like that's just a book that was on everyone's bookshelf yeah. in the late 90s. And I feel like there was one other like real big I've got to. I've got to tell you about. Um, I just remembered. I have friends who are a couple. Yeah. Who are having a, a challenging time. Yeah. And they sort of agreed. I don't know if this was done under a veil of irony or total sincerity and working on their relationship. They're like, okay, well, we'll both read <laughs> Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It's it's cool. <laughs> yeah. And so one of them did went away and came back and said, <laughs> well. <clears throat> this book, while some of it is, you know, off the boil, I think had some salient and valuable points that we could bring to our relationship. Yep. And the other person did not and refuses to read the book. Refuses? Well, how do you know if it's that it's wrong if you refuse to read it? I just think it's funny to agree and then one of you to actually do it and then to well, actually take things of value from it 100%. and the other person to just not. I think the other person who initiated the idea. I'm worried about that relationship <laughs> because it sounds like that was a solution to something. And if that's the response. Uh, I've got a message here. It's Let me know if you've heard it before. Um, oh, well, no, I don't think we have. It's long. I found it in the Twitter. I'm so, I've actually been – I was quite good on the Twitter for a while. And Excuse me, everybody. This one's long. It reads as follows. Dear Guy Montgomery Burns and Tim Nanimit Carbon Rod. I've been listening of the month. I've been listening to your stuff since the very beginning and thought that given the innumerable hours of listening pleasure you've provided me with over the years, it was high time that I put my money where my ears are and hashtag pay the boys by becoming a Patreon subscriber. I've been really enjoying listening back to all the Deciders Club episodes as well as Killing There and the regular Emmanuel series. Till Death or Splat is a particular highlight that I look forward to all year. I'm also one of the countless listeners who's been somewhat inspired by you guys in terms of producing our own podcasts. My most recent project is a full four-season rewatch of the classic mid-90s Nickelodeon kids show, The Secret World of Alex Mack. Did you watch this show? That doesn't ring any bells. No, that doesn't ring any bells for me either. I don't think that one made it over to our country. I think it got stuck at the border. Immigration were like, what's all this about, Dan? Any of that? Ring nah. any bells for you? Guys just brought up a Google image search, which has the um, the star of the show. Yeah. I assumed Alex would be a, a a boy for some reason, but it's not. Shows you what you know. No. Nothing. Um, in which a teenage girl, this is in the show, is imbued with superpowers after an accident causes her to be drenched with a mysterious chemical. There's a movie coming out soon called Toxic Avenger, which sounds similar. 
that was from a 90s cartoon that I do remember from my childhood, and it rocked. And I think Elijah Wood is playing the titular Toxic Avenger. Elijah Wood seems like he has a good life. He seems, yeah, he seems, shit, yeah. He he's, seems cool. He's made great choices. He seems like he's living well. He did the hob. He did the Lord of the Rings. Yes, and got that Lord of the Rings money and yeah. that clout, and then sort of was like, and now I exclusively choose exactly what I want to do. That's the impression it, I get. And not only that, he chooses like willfully independent stuff. Yeah, just this. And have you ever seen him in interviews? Yeah, he seems like the fucking like. I think he smokes. Oh yeah, big time, big time. He just seems like such a cool, down to earth guy. Yeah, we've got a lot of time for Elijah Wood, and if anyone wants to know what my oldest brother Dave looks like, look at a picture of Elijah Wood. Mm. They look the same. It's true. When Lord of the Rings was happening, Dave got mistaken for him around Wellington all the time. Um. Now, I am, I've broken up the the message here, but I'm going to continue. So that the. the Podcast is a total rewatch of the four seasons of The Secret World of Alex Mack, hosted by myself and my friend Cal. The podcast is called The Secret World of Cal and Jack, in which yeah. Cal and Jack watch Alex Mack. <laughs> and I would love it for, if you would be so kind to give it a plug on the friend zone, the fulfillment of which I imagine I've already but guaranteed as I wrote the name of the podcast before asking you to say it. And I'm pretty sure you just read and record these messages. <laughs> Sight unseen. I don't know where you'd get that idea. Guilty as charged, Your Honour. Finally, I have a question for Guy. I'll back out. I'm in the midst of planning a move from my hometown of Melbourne to New York City. My darling fiancé is a driven and ambitious graphic designer, and after years of trying, she's finally landed herself a job at a swanky NYC design agency. She was actually in New York sorting it all out in March last year. That's March 2020. Uh, and then March and the rest of the year of last year happened, so it had to be put on hold. But that's a whole another story. Now, with things starting to resemble a new normal that we can all operate within, we're putting our plan to action, making the big move. Oh, God. My, when was this message sent? Uh, May. Have you seen the latest comings and goings of Melbourne? Yes. But that's the ebb and flow of I guess life it's right not now. Good, though. My fiancé's work visa allows for me to accompany her, but I can only apply for my own work permit once I'm physically in the country, and it will take a few months for it to be approved. So that'll leave me with a hefty chunk of free time once we're arriving in mid-July, which is right now. So congratulations. Welcome to New York. We're just reading your message now. I don't... I, I've got a bad feeling that might not have happened. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we'll never know, unless Jack writes back. Well, hold on. There's more, because they want your advice on something. I'm hoping to do some volunteering somewhere, experience the Sex in the City tour, and just really enjoy some me time. But, Guy, I was wondering if your experience in New York left you with any pearls of wisdom or advice that you might be able to pass on to an early to mid-30s fella headed to the Big Apple without any real plan or direction. Stay frosty, you beautiful, brave boys. All the best and say my name, Jack. P.S. I know the classic Twilight format of one movie for the whole year is more or less over, but I wanted to pitch you an option. Were you to revisit the old format? I recently saw Tenet, and as I left the cinema thoroughly confused, I thought to myself, I wish someone would watch that movie 52 times so they can explain to me what the fuck was going on. Uh, so that is from Jack, who is possibly, or possibly not, in New York City with his partner right now. Uh I actually, so Ken, who I lived with in New York and is a very close friend of mine, relocated back to New York recently and I've been talking to him some. And uh, it 
sounds like it's obviously still got that old New York magic, but uh, the the energy is different, and obviously what is open and the sort of New York City that he left um, at the start of last year, and the New York City's gone back to a completely different. So it's really hard, but um, you know it's all the basic stuff. Get out to Prospect Park, uh, buy a bike. Best way to get around New York City is on a bike. Uh, and go to Windsun Bakery in um in uh, sort of in the shoulder of Bushwick where Bushwick becomes Williamsburg. Go to Windsun Bakery and Windsun Restaurant. I know they're open because Ken just told me he went back there and it's high quality food. What's the best free stuff to do in NYC? In NYC, well, it depends. If you're arriving, the best stuff to do is genuinely just to walk put around, some headphones soak it on, in. and go and walk around. Yeah, and um. You can, like, the thing about New York, it's expensive to leave the house in New York, but you can also live somewhat cheaply if you take a water bottle and you... There's, like, beautiful parks and lots of galleries and stuff. Yes. So you can just... uh, And you can eat, like, if you eat from street carts and you eat dollar slices, and, like, if you go to Chinatown, you can get some incredibly high-quality cheap food. Uh, But it is a very... It's just, like, to actually do things, or if you've got friends, or, like, let's do this. Yeah. When you walk out of the house, you pretty much put... A fifty dollar bill in a rubbish bin, and you don't really know what happens to it. But yeah, that's yeah. kind of what happens. Yeah, I, I had another thing I wanted to say, but I cannot remember. But my big, my big recommendation, especially because it's the summer right now, is buy a bike and bike as much as you can. Bike everywhere. It is the coolest thing to do. Find some jazz. Find some live jazz. I know you didn't ask my opinion, but Tim, Tim can have opinions too. Um, this is from Patreon. Cool. I never read these messages, cool. and that's really bad because they're the ones I absolutely should be reading. Hmm? Hi, boys. I thought I would drop you a line and say thank you for all the laughs. I've been a fan since your Southern episode. I remember <laughs> it well. I was immediately sold. Anyway, it has been like five years, and I have some extra money these days, so I thought I would pay the boys and get those sweet benefits of being a decider. Also, I have one question. It has been 25 pornographic movies. No bonus. Are you sure you're doing it right? You're one libertarian listener. Well, thank you, single libertarian listener. I will say this. We haven't had our hand on it. <laughs> That's true. And if you want to, you know, if you do, if you want to... Uh, facilitate? Facilitate a bo- Like, you know, 25 is a fair enough sample size to say... These penises aren't going to take care of business on their own. <laughs> this dick's not going to get itself yeah. hard. Uh, so that is it's a, a sort of welcome uh, notion and an intriguing idea. You know, because uh, you say, get your hand off it. Yes. What about this, Tim? What about getting your hand on it? Yeah, you ever try that one on for size? Yeah. Society? Maybe if we spend a little less time getting our hand off it and a little more time putting our hand on it. Mm-hmm. Things wouldn't be so bad. Things wouldn't be so bad. I'm going to read another message from Patreon. Okay, I'm going to read a message from uh, Twitter. Should we read them simultaneously? To no. To disrespect both no. messages? This is a two-parter. Okay. And it, the first one came on June 19. Mm-hmm. Timbo and Mr. Mont, just wanted to write and say, thank you for all the happiness you guys have brought me these past few years. Aww. No sad backstory here this time, just day-to-day <laughs> life that can feel pretty rough. But no matter how I feel, every episode is a certified banger and guaranteed to make me feel better. Aww. 
I just want to add in that podcast in a tree is amazing and my favorite miniseries so far. You sound much happier doing it than torturing yourself with bad porn. I want to hashtag pay the boys, but I'm a broke college kid just barely getting by. So apologies for that, but I will get onto it ASAP because you guys deserve it. Don't know if you even read Twitter DMs on the friend zone, but if you do and this is worthy, say my name, Marshall Skelton, Mississippi, USA. Hey. I feel like you're having a good time on the mic at the moment. Yeah, I'm having fun. Good man. And then there's a second part, Tim. Yep. Back. Boys, I'm back with a life update. When was this sent? It was July 8th. Mm-hmm. About a Two week weeks. and a half ago, after I sent that message, I got into a rough car crash. Whoa, shit. I had to have an emergency stomach and back surgery Holy after shit. literally breaking my back. Oh, my God. Jesus. Y'all's show has been so good to me as I work on living again, pushing through the pain and trying to get back to normal. Thanks so much, guys. Marshall, well... Man, Marshall tried to squeak through with no um, dramatic sad tale and then yeah. one befell him. It's like some sort of friend zone curse. Hey, Marshall, that's... Uh, that's fucking sad, dude. I hope um, you're you're like getting there now. You know, it's um. This is obviously a much easier thing to say than it is to live in real life, and uh, I don't pretend to know the first thing about a traumatic car crash and the effects of recovery thereafter. But um, one thing I've tried to internalize a lot in the last few years, which I've found helpful, is the steadfast notion that there is an entire universe of things out of my control and just a few things in my control. And I've, I find that idea very um, useful and empowering. And uh, I think it's it's very useful to, to just remember that there's only so many hours in the day and, and we're only above ground for so long and we've only got so much energy. So just focusing on the things that you can change, I think, is a good way to... Um, have a happier life. Is any of this applicable for Marshall? Don't know. I've Hard got no idea. Marshall seems like a dude with his head screwed on. Mm. Um, and I really hope he's doing okay with his recovery. Likewise. I've also settled on a male pronoun, and I'm not quite sure why because I don't know if we had any evidence for that, but there we have it. A, a sincere apologies if I got that wrong. No, no. Uh, but it also keeps us up to date. Tell us how you're doing. Marshall is a he, him. Cool, cool. And he's, I tell you, he's, he's, I'm, I'm, on his, uh, I'm on his Twitter. He's retweeting some funny tweets. So he's, he's obviously finding <laughs> humor. Love that. In places. You got anything to say to Marshall? Fucking uh, good luck and all the best, man. <laughs> We're rooting for you. And that's the friend zone today, everybody. No, I'll read one more. Elena from Patreon says, Thank you so much. Your wonderful podcast has got me through an undergraduate arts degree, and without that financial burden, I can finally hashtag pay the boys. I made and tweeted a human-sized hamster wheel once while listening to the five-hour Sex in the City 2 podcast, a feat I could not have done alone. That rocks. Do you remember seeing that? I don't. Me neither. Elena, if you would, and I hope I'm saying your name correctly as well, um, if you would be kind enough to send a link uh, to some footage or still images of that, we would be ever so grateful. Much obliged. So what Guy and I are going to do now is fuck off 
and watch a um, Patreon-decided movie. And the way that it works is thusly. If you support us on Patreon for $5 a month or more, there's, you know... A bunch of bonus content that you get. The, the most, uh, the the final episode of the first run, assuming that we get to do it again, of podcast in a tree. Yes, has just gone up. That's right, with Alice Sneddon. You can hear that guest. for free, but if you want to actually see the tree, and man, this is why it, some of them are a bit late. And like we filmed those a while ago, it took me a while because it's it's multiple cameras. It's a, a lot it's, of angles. It's a genuine. Tim has built. We built, and then Tim sort of. Visually created and technically edited up a genuine TV show, but like in a variety of trees, it, it visually, uh, you know, it's got its own vibe going on. But it did. I learned a lot of shit, which was the point. So I'm getting faster yeah. at that at that stuff. Fantastic. So I'm learning how to kind of do more of that. This is this goes back shit. to what I talked about at the start of the episode. You look at something, you say, "How does that work?" I want to know. I think I can do that. Mm. And I stand next to Tim, and I go, I'm with Tim. <laughs> um, well, the main thing is is you're happy, guy, and that's all. My am... frustration would be born of someone who was not leading as happy a life as they could because they've relegated themselves to observing rather than participating. Aye, aye. You hear what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. I've got a power bill here for $115.48. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, used that is to our far bill, larger bills at the old flat. Our power bills, we are, it's not warm and we are using the heaters. Yeah. Have you, you've got a heat pump? No. The, the government in New Zealand's just legally mandated that if, you've, if you're running a rental, you've got to have a heat pump in there. But they, they've got this little clause where you don't have to put one in until the tenancy gets, like, refreshed. I see. So someone might have signed a lease the day before that. Correct. They get a year. Or with, however long yeah, the tenancy is. That's right. Securing the knowledge that when that tenancy contract is renewed. Yeah. Well, you know what is almost as good as a heat pump? The a peace hug. of mind that a heat pump will one day be in the building you're in. Um, $5 subscribers get the bonus content. $10 a month or higher on our Patreon puts you in an illustrious club called the Deciders Club where you – suggest and then vote upon a movie that Guy and I will watch for the Patreon community and review and sometimes do a director's commentary of. Um, and we've had some real classics. Recently we did a movie called... Uh, Zardoz. Called? Zardoz. I was going to call it Zanzibar, but that's not right. Yeah. Sean Connery fair. This year we've been sent to some incredible places. We watched Spice World as well recently, which we both absolutely loved. A, w- a while longer ago. But we also watched... Um, what was that super trippy one? We watched it at the same time oh, as Baywatch. Oh, God, what was that called? That was just like an LSD yeah. adventure. The Holy Mountain. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we've been taken to all sorts of corners of the cinematic universe, and so we will continue to be because I'm very excited about what we're about to watch. They gave us Princess Diaries this time, they which d- is such a kindness. Truly. Um and I, I don't think I've seen it. I think I've seen parts of it when it's been on in the background, but it's I've fucking, not actually seen it. It's great. It's yeah. a great movie. We're going to have a good time, which is which I always feel weird about because of my Protestant work ethic and We're Catholic inheritance of guilt. Time, good time, it's good supposed time. to be cinematic punishment they select for us, but they gave us Princess That's Diaries okay. this time. Do you know what I, how I found the movies we've watched? Mm-hmm. I uh, checked my letterbox. I'm loving using letterbox. Mm-hmm. Do you use it? We, I'm not. I refuse to engage in this conversation until they give us money. Oh, okay. Not happening. Okay. 
Bye, everybody. Should they? Can we get money from them? Do you think? I I actually reckon we could because they're New Zealand based. Did you know that? No. It's a New Zealand company. It's gone ballistic. Yeah, it's like so many people. Stratospheric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a New Zealand originated company. They've still got their offices here. I work with one of the people who's real high up. Do you know the person who started it? Nah, I don't know who like founded it or whatever. Fucking legendary. Mm. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> See ya. Welcome to the friend zone. In the friend zone, you're always home. In the friend zone, you're not alone. Anytime with Tim and Guy. One more. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.